Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Smith rifles that one to Mims. And that's a foot race. He's going to win. Touchdown, Baylor. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Five straight games, Anthony, where he's got a touchdown catch of over 20. That's to the middle of that line, and it's a touchdown. Big return for Crowder, 85 yards. Donald escapes, trying to buy himself some time. Fires, end zone, it's caught. Incredible play by Donald. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know that's <laughs> the Q-inator. Oh my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the TOJ Digital Studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time for Midweek with Manish and the pregame report for the Jets and the Broncos because this is a weird week. The Jets are playing on Thursday, so instead of doing Midweek with Manish on Wednesday, we're doing it as the pregame report. So later today, you'll see the Jets and the Broncos, and we're going to get you ready with the last-second news, all the injury updates, some predictions, and everything you're accustomed to on the pregame report with Manish Mehta covering the Jets for the New York Daily News. Hey, Manish, I don't know about you, but it seems like a lot of the players on the Jets are quote-unquote pissed. <laughs> yes, that's uh, what Adam Gase said this week. It's a, a variation, actually, of what Joe Douglas said before the season started when he was asked about uh, you know, critics saying that the Jets won't be playoff contenders. I believe that at the time, Douglas said that there were a lot of angry that was the word he used, angry people uh, on the team. And obviously that did not manifest itself in, in any productive way because the Jets have been non-competitive in their three losses. So, uh, you know, saying that you're upset and you're angry or you're pissed is one thing, but uh, actually using and channeling that disgust uh, onto the field is quite another. And we have not seen that to this point. Uh, you know, all that being said, I know we're going to discuss this in a bit. Uh, I think that the, the Jets will play angry, and I think that will actually change their fortune, at least for one night. 
I just think that maybe they should smile more because this playing angry <laughs> thing doesn't seem to be working for them very well. The point differential is negative 57, and as you said, before the season, Joe Douglas said that they were angry, and, well, it hasn't worked out so well. We'll see how it goes in the game today. But, Manish, we know that there are a lot of injury issues. The good news for them is that a lot of these guys seem to be about ready to play. Brashad Perriman is not going to be one of them, but it looks like Makai Becton, George Fant, Connor McGovern, and a couple of other guys are going to play, right? Yeah, it's a... Uh... Trending in that right in that direction leading up to kickoff, it's an unusual week, not only because it's a short week, but because the Jets essentially aren't practicing. You're talking about a couple walkthrough uh, or you know, two or three walkthrough opportunities before the game. So when you look at the official injury report and it says a player was a limited participant, it's, a, it's almost a projection. Like if we actually had a full practice, the guy would have been limited because in a walkthrough, <laughs> you know, being limited, I'm not exactly sure what that means. That just means that you're participated. But, uh, you, know, you know, the headline injuries, obviously, are Mekhi Becton, who left in the fourth quarter with that shoulder issue. Uh, the Jets, uh, as Adam Gase uh, admitted later, were concerned that it was a larger problem because Becton was grabbing his pec. Uh, that's never a good thing. That's always a, a danger sign. But the MRI results came back uh, much more promising than initially believed. And so he is trending in the right direction. I know there's a school of thought that says, hey, look, if if your best offensive lineman, perhaps even your best offensive player, believe it or not, uh, is banged up on a short week, you might be better served to sit out uh, on Thursday and then have the extended rest before the next game uh, when Arizona comes to town. I understand that. I also don't know how Makai Becton is feeling. So if it really is not a non-issue uh, because guys are, you know, banged up it's the nfl it happens but if a guy is you know truly not going to risk further injury by playing then i think he absolutely should play and only makai becton knows how he actually feels so i don't think the jets would be reckless in throwing him out there if there's any kind of real chance of re-injury uh, so if he if he is playing and that seems to be the indication at this point uh i see nothing wrong with that jameson crowder uh made it clear earlier in the week that uh, he feels good running and cutting with that hamstring issue that kept him out uh, the past couple of weeks. So, you know, if you're, if you're running without pain uh, when you're cutting, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if it's a short week, you should go out there and play. He, he obviously is the most productive player that uh, Sam Darnold has right now. So he would be a boost. Uh, and, uh, you know, Ashton Davis is dealing with a groin issue. He's kind of had a minimal impact to this point. We'll see if he actually suits up. And it does look like George Fant, uh, and perhaps Quincy Wilson will play. Uh, you know, they, they've taken the next step in the concussion protocol, so it's one of the situations where you would anticipate that they would get cleared before the game. But uh, at least if you believe Adam Gase, it seems that Fant is on the right track to you know clear all the medical hurdles that he needs to clear before playing. And that is important because uh, Chuma and uh, Doga started last week, but uh, you know, you want to get continuity on that offensive line, and you know, I give credit to Connor McGovern actually because he was a guy who everybody, including Gesa, I think, thought was going to miss the Indianapolis game, but he didn't. You know, he started, he toughed it out. Uh, you know, it's always tricky with a hamstring issue and an offensive lineman. You really don't know how much it impacts a guy like that. Uh, you know, versus a wide receiver or a running back. So, you, know, you, you give credit for McGovern for playing. And, uh, you know, it would be nice uh, to get that original five back on the field uh, on Thursday night. So uh, those are the injury issues. And just to circle back really quick on, uh, you know, these guys playing angry or being ticked off and, and, 
you know, not really you know, showing that on the field. I, I think one of the most disturbing elements of these first three weeks, Scott, has been uh, not only have the Jets been non-competitive, but they've been non-competitive early in the game. They have trailed by two or more scores 70% of the time. They've been playing for 180 minutes, right? 60 minutes, three three games. Uh, 70% of those 180 minutes, they've been down by two or more scores. And the game's only been tied 10% of the time. The game has only been tied 18 and a half of the 180 minutes they've been on the field. And that is startling to me. It's one thing to lose. It's one thing to get blown out maybe in the second half. But uh, when you're down big early in games, uh, you know that's a severe problem. That's something that really bears monitoring. Uh, and again, I don't think that's going to be an issue on Thursday. But uh, just crunching the numbers, I was startled to find out that you know, they've been down big uh, each week rather early. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Manish, prediction time, courtesy of our friends over at MyBookie. If you want to bet on the game, one of the props, some futures, anything you want, you can do it right now at MyBookie. Use the promo code OVERTIME and get yourself up to $1,000 in free play and double your first deposit. You might want to bet on the Jets for the first time this season, although I would caution you to think about that. It's not always the wisest thing to jump into a situation where you're going up against a quarterback that nobody has any tape on. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Or maybe you want to bet on the Broncos for that exact same reason. You might want to bet on the over-under. There's a lot of things that you can wager on for this game. Go over to my bookie, take advantage of the opportunity to get up to $1,000 in free play, and double your first deposit with the promo code overtime now Manish 
just hit on it before with Brett Rippon. There's pretty much no tape on him. He played a handful of snaps last week. He played in the preseason a little bit last year, but Greg Williams is going to have to more or less play a guessing game with this kid. The interesting thing, and I talked about this on the podcast yesterday with Cameron Parker of the Mainly Broncos podcast, is that there's a bloodline here. Brett Rippon's uncle, Mark, is a two-time Super Bowl champion, a two-time Pro Bowler, and a former Super Bowl MVP. So he's used to performing under the bright lights in front of the entire country and getting the job done. The question is whether or not now Brett can do this like his uncle did. The Broncos, much like the Jets, are injury depleted. Now the Jets are getting a lot of their players back as we talk talked about a little bit earlier, but the Broncos are missing, as Mike Kliss pointed out, one of the Broncos reporters, half of their salary cap on IR, including Von Miller, of course, A.J. Bouye, another big injury there. So they are missing a ton of playmakers. We know that on the offensive side of the ball, there's no Drew Locke. There's no Cortland Sutton. The offensive line is both banged up and has been shaky. Curious to see, though, Manish, if this is the game where K.J. Hamler and Jerry Judy finally break out. Both of them have had okay games, but neither one of them has really had that big-time superstar game yet. Certainly, the Jets' secondary looks like they could be poised to provide that for them. I think when it all comes down to it, the Jets are going to eke out a victory here. I think both teams are pretty terrible, but in the end, the Jets are the home team. The Broncos have to travel, and I just think that the Jets have the kind of luck where so many Jets fans want this team to lose because of what we're going to talk about in a little bit about Adam Gase, all those rumors surrounding him and his job security, that the most Jets thing possible would be to eke out a victory so that Christopher Johnson comes out the next day with a vote of confidence. So I think this is is going to be a low-scoring, ugly game where, as I said yesterday on the podcast with Cameron Parker, even the winner of this game should feel ashamed of themselves. I think we're looking at something along the lines of a 14-10 type of game. The Jets will win, and they'll go to 1-3. and three. Well, I agree with you that the Jets uh, will win this game. Uh, you know, a part of me thinks that the Jets will win this game by double digits. Uh, I'm not predicting that, but I do believe that the Jets will win their first game of the season. Uh, and even though it's a matchup between two 0-3 teams, it's fascinating t- for me because you've got this great unknown at quarterback, as you said, Brett Ripien. And this is a guy who, who at Boise State, you know, he's undrafted in 2019, but at Boise State he was uh, a very accurate passer. Uh, and a part of that is because he did not necessarily take chances. So a lot of safe passes. You saw that last week when he uh, replaced Jeff Driscoll. He was, uh, I think he was eight for nine, something like that. A lot of short stuff, a lot of dinking and dunking. And I think you're going to see a lot of that. So I don't know if you're going to see uh, opportunities really present themselves uh, to stretch the field with a Jerry Judy, for example. You know, K.J. Hamler's a guy who can uh, you know, do, do some damage uh, after the catch. And I really think if you just look at the schematics of this game and how Greg Williams will, will play it, I think uh, he's going to pressure the quarterback. This is his first NFL start on a short week, and this is a shaky Broncos offensive line. And it kind of ties in to, to what happened in uh, in the draft. The Jets and the Broncos actually had a, dra- a draft day trade in place in the third round. The Jets were drafting uh, at number 79. The Broncos were drafting at number 83, I believe. They were going to swap picks, so the Jets essentially were going to move down four spots, pick up a day three pick from Denver uh, 
to do so, but the Falcons foiled that trade by taking Matt Hennessy, the Temple Center, who Denver wanted to be their center with the number 78 pick. So right before the Jets were on the clock, the Broncos took the player that Denver wanted. That killed the trade. So the Jets stayed at 79. They took Jabari Zaniga, and as every Jet fan knows, he's been dealing with a quad injury that he suffered in the summer, hasn't played all year. Uh, The Broncos stayed at 83, and they took their second option at center, LSU kid Lloyd Cushenberry, who's actually played every snap this year. Uh, Meanwhile, Hennessy's actually... Uh, rotating at left guard in Atlanta with James Carpenter, who Jet fans are familiar with. But Cushenberry has been their day one starter. And, uh, you know, this offensive line isn't all on him, obviously, but as the center, you've got to you know, make the line calls. You've got to make the proper adjustments. My understanding is that there have been some issues with him, uh, as you would expect for you know from a rookie who had this weird offseason. Uh, it's a lot on his plate. He's had some issues you know, adjusting calls to the blitz, and you know that Greg Williams loves the blitz. Uh, and I think if you talk to anybody around the NFL, they will tell you the best way to combat a Greg Williams defense is the screen game. And I think you're going to see a lot of that stuff. You're going to see a lot of screens. Uh, you know, Melvin Gordon, I will find out if Philip Lindsay is going to play or not. But you're going to see a lot of short stuff to K.J. Hamler, uh, Jerry Judy, get the ball out of Mar- – uh, I said Mark Rippian. I knew I was going to do that. Uh, <laughs> Brett Rippian's hands, get it out of his hands quickly. Uh, because he's going to see a lot of stuff that he has never seen before. It's difficult enough for a rookie quarterback to contend with an NFL defense that likes to blitz. It's doubly difficult when you're dealing with a Greg Williams defense, which blitzes from unorthodox places and in in unconventional manners. So that's a big challenge for him. I don't think the Broncos are going to ask him to have a lot of five-step drops and a lot of long-developing plays. I think you're going to see a a lot of Melvin Gordon. I think you're going to see a lot of, uh, you know, three-step drops, getting the ball out of the quarterback's hands. And and that's why I think that the Broncos are going to have a a difficult time scoring a lot, even though the Jet defense has been maligned to this point. And I agree with you. uh, you For all the injuries we talk about when it comes to the Jets, as you touched on, the Broncos are decimated. They've got 11 guys on IR, five starters. You mentioned Vaughn Miller. Obviously, the big one is the quarterback, Drew Locke. you know, as you said, they're missing Cortland Sutton. They're also missing their starting right tackle. They're missing their perennial Pro Bowl defensive tackle, Jarrell Casey, who was put on IR this week. Uh, they are ravaged by injury, and I don't think they have the replacements to win a football game on the road in a short week. Manish, I think you're probably right. The Jets will eke out a close win today, but a lot of Jets fans are rooting against that outcome for a reason that I alluded to before. Everybody knows the rumors surrounding Adam Gase, and it all began last Sunday morning when Chris Mortensen of ESPN came out and said that it was worth monitoring what's going on with the Jets, that if they got pounded by the Colts, which they did, and if they lost again on Thursday night to the Broncos, That change could be coming. And then, of course, Colin Coward came out and said that he had heard from a reliable source who's an agent. He didn't want to say exactly who it was, that it looks like Adam Gase is a dead man walking. Adam Gase, of course, asked about this all week, and he's dodged a question, which you expect. And obviously, any coach would do the same in his situation. But I wanted to ask you what you've been hearing about this. My hunch for a while has been that if it got to the point where it was this bad and they got embarrassed on national television on Thursday night, that Christopher Johnson was going to have no choice. 
because at that point you were going to have the fans that would be completely apathetic. The media from A to Z would be screaming for this and there would be nowhere to run and nowhere to hide. And unlike last year where nobody was really paying attention to the team and you could hide behind the Sam Darnold excuse, you can't really do that this time. So I do think that if the Jets get embarrassed on national television, they will pull the plug. I suspect at that point it would be Greg Williams who would be elevated to interim head coach. And then you would see, of course, Jim Bob Cooter, who was the Lions offensive coordinator for a couple of years, take over calling the plays. Sam Darnold would get 12 games with somebody else, and they would see if they could salvage him and turn him into the quarterback that they were hoping that he would be. Personally, I still think that if they do this, it should be Brant Boyer, not Greg Williams, because A, I think the defense has been bad this year under Williams. B, there's no way they're hiring Williams permanently anyway. And C, Boyer has been outstanding for five years as a special teams coach. I think he deserves a chance to at least audition for the job. And then at the end of the year, if he and Jim Bob Cooter do really well, maybe you can consider making it permanent. But if he doesn't do well, obviously plenty of external candidates that we'll talk about down the line. Again, I do expect it to be Greg Williams if Adam Gase is fired after this game. So Manish, what have you been hearing about this? Do you also expect Gase to be fired if the Jets lose? If they win, do you think he sticks around? And what is there to this report that the Jets have been reaching out to potential coaching candidates, even while Adam Gase is still the head coach. Wow, that's a, that's a lot to digest. Uh, in regards to the, the Fox Sports report that the Jets and or Christopher Johnson uh, have reached out to at least one coaching agent uh, to get the temperature of prospective head coaching clients, uh, I, I don't know who Colin Cowherd spoke to, uh, which agent it actually was. What I can tell you is that uh, a few years ago, when Todd Bowles was finishing out his tenure as the Jets' uh, head coach, uh, technically no member of the Jets reached out to agents uh, to get feelers on guys who might be interested in the head coaching job after the season. Uh, there is a loophole there that gives the Jets plausible deniability. There is a longtime Johnson family advisor and confidant uh, who has done legwork in the past. Uh, and so, you know, when the Jets come out publicly the other day to pro football talk and deny that Christopher Johnson has reached out to any coaching agents about a possible replacement for Adam Gase, uh, you know, that's probably accurate. I, I, I can't say definitively one way or the other, but uh, I'm sure that any legwork that has been that is happening right now behind the scenes is not uh, happening because Christopher Johnson is picking up the phone. Or because of a, because a jet employee, uh, or like Joe Douglas, is picking up the phone and, and talking to an agent about uh, one of their clients and whether they would be interested. However, uh, again, there is a loophole where there is a person who's technically not a member of the organization, not employed by the organization, but a valued advisor uh, in that building for two decades, who does some of the work, uh, you know, in that regard. So I know that's what happened with Todd Bowles. Uh, and the Jets head coaching situation a couple years ago. I can't say definitively what's happening right now, but that is a way to technically be accurate when you tell somebody the Jets and Christopher Johnson are not reaching out to anyone when they've got an advisor to the CEO and the owner uh, doing some of the legwork, at least in the past. Uh, what I will say is that the Johnson family uh, does not typically 
fire coaches in season. In fact, I don't think they have. I'm trying to run through my mind if that's actually ever happened. Manish, you're right. It hasn't happened yet. If you look at all the coaches that have been here since the Johnsons on the team, you had Al Groh, who quit at the end of his first season, then Herm Edwards, who left to go to Kansas City. Then you had Eric Mangini, who was fired at the end of the season. You had Rex Ryan, who was fired at the end of the season. And you had Todd Bowles, who was fired at the end of the season. So no, there have been no in-season coaching changes since the Johnsons have owned the team. If you look at recent history, uh, and I'm not saying that the Jets will follow this blueprint uh, this time, but just rewind back to 2016. It was Todd Bowles' second season, like it's Adam Gase's second season now. Uh, Bowles had actually won 10 games in his first year with the Jets, but they were struggling badly. They were a 3-8 team uh, entering Monday night, week 13, uh, hosting the Indianapolis Colts. They got their doors blown off in that game. Uh, they lost 41-10, to 10, and there were people saying at that point, late in Todd Bowles' second season, that after winning 10 games, by the way, that he should be fired. The Johnsons did not do that. They wrote it out, uh, and he coached another two years after that. I'm not saying that's going to happen with Adam Gase, uh, but if you remember, it, things were pretty low uh, back in December of 2016. The, the Jets at that point were 3-9, and nine, uh, not a lot of belief in Todd Bowles, and the Johnsons stuck with their head coach. Uh, there's an added wrinkle, obviously, because Woody Johnson is in the U.K. right now. He's going to come back, uh, you know, I-, I think regardless of what the election results yield. But certainly if uh, there is a new president, Woody Johnson will be back in the United States to take over day-to-day operations. So uh, that's another factor that cannot be dismissed. Uh, I-, I just think uh, it- for all of Adam Gase's struggles, and I have documented them ad nauseum, uh, you know, they're circling the drain in virtually every offensive category. We, we understand that. If you do, in fact, fire him uh, if they lose to the Broncos, because if they beat the Broncos, I don't see how it makes any sense. You know, two weeks after the CEO comes out and calls Gase a brilliant offensive mind, who he has a lot of belief in, I don't think it would make any sense uh, to fire uh, Gase if they beat the Broncos. That, that, that to me would be nonsensical. And I know there's been a lot of nonsensical moves coming from the organization in the last year and a half, but that would even take it to a different level. So uh, let's just put that on the table. I think if the Broncos uh, lose to the Jets, Adam Gase uh, is going to be around. But for argument's sake, if the Jets do indeed lose to Denver uh, and their own four, and you fire Adam Gase, I agree that Greg Williams would be the interim head coach. Jim Bob Cooter makes the most sense to be the play caller. Uh, you know, Dal Loggins technically is the offensive coordinator, but I think he would be better served in the same role that he has right now, which is a de facto quarterback coach. And then you have Jim Bob Cooter, who had uh, some success for a few years in Denver with Matthew Stafford to, to be the new play caller. And even though Cooter is technically the running backs coach on the staff, uh, the Jets initially brought him in thinking he would be their tight ends coach. And he has a, a history with Adam Gase dating back to their time together in Denver for a brief time. And uh, he's also a guy, I know Jet fans won't like this, but he also is a guy who comes highly recommended by Peyton Manning because of uh, their connection in Indianapolis, actually. Uh, so, yeah, the original thought was that Jim Bob Cooter would, been, would be the tight ends coach for the team, but then a couple dominoes fell uh, the wrong way for the Jets, and they shifted Jim Bob Cooter to be the running backs coach. But uh, that's not what they were initially thinking. Uh, Adam Gase simply wanted Cooter on the staff and uh, wanted to bring him in in some capacity and initially thought tight ends would be uh, the right way to go. It, it's probably 
just a temporary solution because I don't think that Jim Bob Cooter is going to be the, in this scenario. Jim Bob Cooter would be the uh, offensive coordinator in 2021 for Sam Darnold. So Sam Darnold, in effect, would have his third uh, offensive system to learn in his fourth season if indeed the Jets stick with Sam Darnold. Uh, you know, fans would be happy. You know, I, I, understandably so because of all the struggles. But uh, I'll go back to what I've been saying for a while. It's for all the criticism the warranted criticism that Adam Gase has gotten, the Jets are not in this position because of one person. It's not just Adam Gase's fault. Now, we can rank you know, who's more at fault, uh, and maybe Adam Gase is uh, at the top of the list in some people's eyes. You know, I mean, you know, that's your, you know, each individual person's opinion. Uh, I think that it's a group effort. <laughs> in many ways, it takes a village to be this bad. And, you know, part of the blame, obviously, is on Adam Gase. Part of the blame is on Sam Darnold. He, you know, he, he doesn't go by scot-free, even though I think that, you know, uh, the environment is working against him. Uh, part of it goes on Christopher Johnson. Uh, part of it goes on Joe Douglas. Part of it goes on Mike McCagnin. There's, a, you know, a lot of reasons why the Jets have become the laughing stock of the league. And make no mistake about it, they are absolutely the laughing stock of the National Football League uh, as we start October 2020. There are a lot of different reasons for it, and firing Adam Gase isn't going to solve all of them. I think it's a step in the right direction. Ultimately, I don't know what that means for the guy that you expected to be the centerpiece of the franchise and Sam Darnold. Uh, and ultimately, I don't know if it's the, I think it's the right move for the long term, for sure. But I don't know what that does for the rest of the season. Uh, you know, ultimately, I just think that a change is needed. Uh, and I think that change will absolutely be needed by season's end unless a miracle happens over the next couple months. Uh, but I don't think uh, that's a roundabout way of me saying not everything is going to be solved. And other people who are currently in decision-making positions like Christopher Johnson, like Joe Douglas, deserve uh, – culpability for some of these massive problems that are currently residing in this building. I think the thing that's different about this than what happened in 2016 is, as you said, first of all, Bowles had had a 10-win season the year before. Second of all, Bowles was only in his second season as a head coach. Gase obviously has the three-year history in Miami on top of all this. Plus, you have Sam Darnold hanging in the balance this time, which they didn't have in 2016. So the idea is the further along they go down this path with Sam Darnold playing horribly and Adam Gase having no answers, the better the chances are that Sam Darnold just never figures this out and they've got to do something and they've got to do it quickly. I think if they get embarrassed on national television, this will be the first time that they make the coaching change. But I do agree with you. I think that if they end up winning this game, Christopher Johnson is going to be too stubborn to admit his mistake, especially off of a loss, because two weeks ago he came out and gave this glowing praise. He'll look ridiculous for making a coaching change after a win. So I think it would give Adam Gase a temporary stay of execution. How long that would last for, I don't know. And I agree with you. I think it's unlikely that Jim Bob Cooter is the long-term solution as the offensive coordinator, but it's worth a shot. And honestly, it couldn't be any worse than what we've seen out of Adam Gase. So I would like to see that move made just because at least it would give Darnold a chance with somebody who does have some track record of having some success 
in the NFL calling plays and working with quarterbacks. We saw that he did a reasonably good job with Matthew Stafford in Detroit. So we are going to see how this plays out tonight. And I think that regardless of what anybody says publicly, there are going to be a ton of Jets fans that are going to be privately pumping their fists every time the Denver Broncos score points tonight. Whether or not the Broncos are able to overcome the fact that they have an undrafted second-year guy making his very first start is a whole other story. But we're going to find that out in just a matter of hours. Manish, I know that, as you said, there's a lot of blame to go around. And one guy that I know that you think deserves more of the blame is Joe Douglas. I want to talk about that next week only because right now we're focusing on this game and Adam Gase and all of that, but there's definitely a case to be made for the fact that Joe Douglas is getting a little too much leeway, even from people like me. You wrote about this in the Daily News, so we'll see what happens with Adam Gase, especially if he gets let go after Thursday. It'll make a ton of sense to take some time talking about that because, as you said, it does take a village for a team to be this bad, and we can sit here and blame Adam Gase all we want, and certainly he bears a lot of the blame but you can look at Joe Douglas you can certainly look at Mike McCagnin ownership Sam Darnold on and on down the line and we'll discuss that further next week on the show Manish Mehta covering the Jets for the New York Daily News thanks so much for coming on really appreciate it I know that you're really pumped up for this game tonight because if I know anything about you Manish you are always excited to watch two zero win teams in week number four well, like I said earlier, Scott, I, I'm actually pretty intrigued by this game. And it, it, again, it's tough to say when you, you're you know, watching a game uh, between teams that are combined 0-6, but there are a lot of different elements to this, uh, not necessarily sexy elements uh, and not necessarily you know, superstar players on the field, but uh, surely from a Jet perspective, this is a critical game, even though it's only the fourth game of the season. Indeed, it is a lot more critical than you would think, especially for two teams that are 0-3 and appear to be headed nowhere. But this will be an interesting result, particularly because of Adam Gase and all the rumors swirling around. So we will talk next week. But, of course, we'll have a post-game report with Andy Vasquez of NorthJersey.com that will be up not long after the game is over tonight. So make sure you come back for that. And if you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes yet, please go ahead and do so. It's an easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts, you know where to go. That's Turn on the Jets Digital and turnonthejets.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection. The lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. 
Plus, the Superlight Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.